Hello and welcome to UC Today. My name is Kieran Devlin and today's session is Preparing for the Future of Voice in UC. I am delighted to be joined by Joe Keane, Product Manager for Continuant, and Mark Bunnell, COO at New Wave. Joe, Mark, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, Karen. Before we explore exactly what the future of voice is in UC and how customers can prepare for it, can you please tell us a little bit about yourselves, Joe and Mark, and the work you do with both Continuant and New Wave? Joe, we'll start with yourself. Sure. <clears throat> so my name is Joel Keeney. Uh, I am the product manager for Continuant Connect here at Continuant. Uh, Continuant Connect is our calling platform as a service offering, uh, including all the engineering and ACM and all the stuff that goes around that. Uh, New Wave is critical uh, to, to that uh, solution and is really the core uh, foundation for the way that we offer our services. I've been focused in the UC space for the past 15, 16 years, largely from the Microsoft world. So um, moving into this position and then working with New Wave on this is uh, uh, right in my alley. Yeah, <clears throat> and I'm uh, Mark Bennell. I'm the Chief Operating Officer and Co-Founder here at New Wave. So I handle all the day-to-day -day operations of the global business, the um, customer experience, and then the architecture of our iPilot software platform. Um, and, uh, you know, I have a 31 year background all in the carrier voice space, uh, which has been uh, critical in, in the understanding of how, you know, we articulate and, and create a product and a service that, you know, really resonates with carriers and partners to, you know, have full automation capabilities to drive, uh, you know, UC into the future. Perfect. And beginning with yourself, Mark, I think more of an industry wide question that I'm really curious about. What sort of key trends are you seeing in the voice space in 2024? Well, there's a few. Um, I really think that, you know, simplicity in the management of, of uh, you know, voice is, is really critical. Um, being able to have everything in one place uh, for that to be on demand. Um, you know, people don't want to have to really rely on their carriers anymore. They want to be able to just go in and handle a lot of things themselves, you know, make it real simple and intuitive, uh, to, to gather all the things. And it's, and it's anything related to voice, right? It's not just provisioning some UC platform and doing some users. It's about SIP trunks and contact centers and call recording and, you know, SMS, uh, texting, right? It's, it's all of the things that, that you would want to be able to have and configure in your voice environment, all in one place, multiple carriers. Um, and then, you know, we're also seeing trends of, of multi-UC where enterprise customers, you know, have, you know, Teams and Zoom and WebEx, right? They maybe go acquire a company that has one of the other products. And you need to be able to have a, a system and a platform where you can control all three of them in the same place and maybe do some migrations off of on-prem to one of the UC platforms. You know, all of those really intricate feature sets that no one else is really thinking about and giving customers that opportunity to reduce their infrastructure and to really go into the cloud, right? And, and have the security first and foremost around that solution that's required because as we're seeing all these breaches and hackers and, and things like that that's coming into the mix, you wanna know that the solution that you have that you're using to control your environment is also protected and carrier grade. I think that actually touches nicely on my, my next question, Mark, which is about the challenges these trends can create for organizations during their digital transformation. You know, the digital transformation has been ongoing for several years now, but there are all still these fresh challenges these and fresh opportunities that have been created in that interim. So I guess starting with yourself, Joel, what sort of challenges do these trends create for organizations in adapting to the digital transformation, even in 2024? Sure. 
So I think one of the big things that we see is uh, a, a shift from um, a, a legacy idea of voice only applications into uh, voice first applications, right? Uh, one of the things that uh, we, we talk about quite a bit is uh, sort of the sunset of the PSTN and the way that that's moving forward and, and a reduced reliance on that. Um, but, you know, uh, Mark and I have had conversations in the past. One of the things that he pointed out that I think is, is critical to be aware of uh, is that there's more voice today than there has been in the past, right? Uh, and that's largely due to the fact that, you know, voice is still critical to the way that we communicate. It is uh, the aspect of everything moving forward from the way that uh, organizations worked in the past. So when you come from, uh, for instance, a legacy PBX where we expect to have voice uh, and you're moving forward, you're moving into applications that are largely uh, not voice only, right? Um, UCAS applications include text and video and all those things that we're familiar with today. Uh, but that, that voice component is still critical and is the way that we interoperate across um, uh, various applications. So as we move those things forward, one of the things we, we spend a lot of time with uh, at Continuant is really that uh, adoption of those new technologies and looking at ways to uh, optimize workforce as we take advantage of the way that we're actually moving those uh, organizations into uh, that future UC space. And how influential will the PST change be in shaping the future of voice? I think if we're looking ahead, you know, this is something that businesses have been praying for, again, for several years, but it's, it's coming sooner than maybe some people think, and it will change everything. Beginning with yourself, Mark, how seismic will this be? Well, I think it's, it's been underway for quite some time, I and mean, we were converting a lot of I mean, people off of TDM, you know, products and things, you know, uh, for the last few years. And, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, we built what we build is because you need to have those migration tools that are available to you, you know, at your leisure, right? Because a lot of this is maintenance window type stuff. Um, you want to make sure that it works. And so, you know, having the tools at, at partners and customers fingertips where they can move, you know, off of that infrastructure, test it all out, make sure it works. And then if there's something that's wrong, right, you have a fallback, you can move it back. Right. And, and to be able to have to be able to do that whenever you want versus having to call a carrier up and say, hey, we need to coordinate this when a customer or a partner can do it themselves. Then, you know, you, you make it so much easier for the adoption and the speed at which the, they want to move their own project. And so uh, I think that that's going to be the way of the future and how people really start moving off of that infrastructure is to is to really you know be in control of it. And if I can add to that, I mean, one of the things that we're running into is exactly that carrier transformation aspect of it as well, right? I was talking to an organization this morning uh, who let me know right in the middle of um, uh, some of our, our demonstration uh, of uh, iPilot and the way that that works, that really they got notification that their carrier is, is shutting down their circuits and, you know, in six weeks. And so they need a way to be able to adapt to that uh, and make that change, especially as, uh, you know, the, the carrier landscape is changing the way that they're focusing uh, their investments on uh, really delivering network technologies and and getting away from uh, that heavy investment in, in voice only. So, um, you know, the iPilot platform and working with New Wave has been uh, critical in it, for us in, in being able to enable our customers uh, to make those transitions um, quickly, uh, right, and adapt quickly and have the flexibility to do that on timelines that make a lot of sense for them. And, and, you know, I think this is all building, as you say, it's like it's, it is providing this very expansive 
all in one. Maybe not quite an all in one, but it's a, it's a very comprehensive set of solutions for customers. And if we are moving towards this near universal UCAS type of landscape, what features and benefits would you say there are to a single platform solution in the future of voice? So I think we run into a couple of things. Um, I mean, personally, I don't see a lot of organizations that move to this single UCAS space, right? As Mark was alluding to earlier, uh, I, I think that that was an idea that, that was um, uh, very high in people's minds, let's say five years ago. But as uh, we moved very quickly into uh, cloud voice solutions, right? Uh, we see organizations adopting a number of different solutions and, and really depending on the industry it can widely vary as far as uh, what they're going to bring in house. Um, you know, we see a lot of organizations try and transition to one full solution, whether it be Teams or Zoom or WebEx, but there's undoubtedly change, right? And uh, especially as that space grows uh, and organizations uh, tend to be a little more dynamic and have that flexibility that uh, having a core platform that can really tie those systems together, allow you to manage all that from one place uh, and have organizations that can help with uh, engineering those solutions, driving uh, you know, the roadmap for putting those solutions together, uh, as well as helping with the adoption uh, across the organization as to how that's gonna work. I think is more critical the solution than this idea that there's going to be a single UCAS for any given organization. Yeah, I think that I think it really boils down to our mantra, which is choice, right? You have to be future-proofed. And, and when you're a partner, you don't have the luxury of being able to focus on just one UC provider or one voice provider or one carrier or anything else, right? You have to provide all of the choices because in the future, you don't want to lose your customer, you know, to a different solution that you didn't already have. You need to be able to, you know, just say, oh, it's fine. You, you want to go from, you know, Teams to WebEx or, you know, to Zoom or any, or any of the others and just be able to say, yeah, no problem. We have that. We can do it, you know, so so that the the provider like Continuant who's using the system, right, they don't have to lose that customer because they don't have the choice available, you know, to the customers that want a particular product, right? And so you have to be agnostic, you know, to all of those solutions so that you, you know, ultimately are able to retain the customer, which is the most important thing. And I wonder if we could talk specifically about OEMs and carriers. You know, they face very unique and significant challenges during this transitional process to this new era of voice. What advice would you give to OEMs and carriers and how do they overcome these challenges? Well, I mean, that's that's again one of the things that you know we just you know mentioned, right? It's it's having that choice, is that you know, carriers specifically, right, they they need the most choice. Right. And they need the most flexibility and they a lot of time need the most help because a lot of the tier ones are legacy. Right. They have these TDM circuits. They have, you know, archaic systems. They're made up of multiple mergers and they've never been able to consolidate those systems. And they have different departments for different, you know, you know, products, different things, uh, you know, within those product sets. And so it becomes a very bespoke process. And so more than ever, the carriers and the OEMs need a solution like what, what New Wave and Continuum is providing because it gives them, you know, basically a consolidation of departments and complexity and gives them choice to be able to pivot their voice to any of the other functions and features. And then it gives their customers and partners using those carriers, you know, all the intricate carrier feature toggles that have never been available to customers before. Right. And so that's, that's, 
you know, the uniqueness of, of this program that we have together is that we give, you know, carriers and OEMs and, and the customers all of those choices so that it, it becomes a very, you know, unique customer experience that's simple. And I guess this ties into Mark's point about choice, but I wonder if we could focus specifically on customization and adaptability. You know, you've talked about the range of solutions that you guys can provide to customers, to carriers, to OEMs, but I wonder if you could um, please give a bit more detail, maybe some even some use cases about how customization adaptability has really strengthened the proposition for customers. Sure. Uh, so one of the things that we run into with organizations is really the criticality of that customization. So as we move forward into um, cloud-based platforms, right, we have OEMs and carriers that are very much focused on being able to deliver, to a certain extent, this one flavor of service, right? Um, you know, whether, again, it, Teams and WebEx and Zoom being all, um, you know, fantastic examples, uh, wonderful products. Uh, but it's sort of an out-of-the-box solution, right? Uh, and what organizations are really looking for is one, um, their roadmap's going to, you know, to to UC is going to be different from virtually any other organization, right? It's one of the challenges we run into uh, with every organization as we get into uh, those conversations is largely, well, how is everybody else doing this? And the answer is almost always, well, everybody's doing it a little different, right? And that's just how it works. Um, we want to ensure that your organization's transition uh, uh, and, and what that roadmap looks like works for your organization. That's where a platform like iPilot makes a lot of sense for us and working with New Wave uh, in order to make sure that we have the flexibility to work with um, uh, any org on that path uh, and, and meet their needs, right? So again, that, that choice and flexibility that, that uh, Mark's talking about. But even once we get past that, organizations still need to be able to set themselves apart from everybody else, you know, that are in the same industry or in the same space, right? So things that make them unique. So as we kind of get into this one flavor world or big box kind of approach to uh, the, you know, the UC solutions or the carrier solutions, uh, being able to um, adjust the way that, that it works in an environment or leveraging things like the way that, that uh, uh, New Wave can be flexible with development, uh, allowing us to hook into various APIs and engineer solutions for uh, customers in order for them to be successful is absolutely critical to ensure that they can actually take advantage of the cloud solutions and things being offered, uh, you know, in the UC space today. Yeah, I would, I would just second that, that we're, you know, we, we would love to say that, you know, our product is, is by intelligent designer that we're geniuses, right? But, but the fact of the matter is, is that we're just really good listeners. And so we thrive in customizations. We thrive in feature requests. And the reason that the platform is so robust today is is because of customer feedback and then we measure our dev time in weeks not quarters or years you know we build you know needle moving you know uh setups and things very very quickly yeah and so you know we're going to continue to have a very robust you know roadmap and we're going to continue to listen to our customers and whenever there's a real world use case that that matters that people need and they're they're running up against a roadblock we will fix it and we will make sure that whatever prevent somebody from adopting the system is taken care of and we add that for future. Uh, and, and that's our commitment all the time is to keep evolving and keep moving fast. I think that's a, that's a lovely, very affirming note on which to end uh, today's session. I think we've all, it's all we've got time for, I'm afraid. But thank you, Joe and Mark, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Karen.
and thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and share on social media, and we'll see you next time. I've been Kieran Devlin of UC Today. Thanks for watching.